Welcome to Inside the Mortgage Mind, a Zenix podcast where you'll hear stories from professionals throughout the industry, from new LOs to CEOs, about their journey to achieving success. We hope these stories inspire and energize you to take your business to the next level. All right, David Wolf, Temco, how are you? Doing fantastic. How are you? I'm having a little fun. Uh, I'm glad we gave you a call sign already, right? Because it's got to be short, it's got to apply, and it's got to be cool. So for anyone listening in, I mean, president of C2 Financial is now known as Wolf. You want to give everybody in context why Wolf? Oh, well, I guess I'm a leader of a pretty cool pack. And uh, I think a dog is a man's best friend, and I'm pretty gregarious outgoing and like hanging around cool people. So surround myself with a pack, always trying to get to the top of the hill. It might be a little lonely, but I got family around me, so all good. And that was a really good description. So I'm, you know, Blade, because I get to the point, cut to the chase. Some people say I would cut them, but um, <laughs> anyway, hopefully it's, it's a, uh, an endearing term to be Blade, because I'll get to the point. But, you know, today is about, um, man, leadership, culture. Uh, we're in a new remote world. And there's so much at stake if we don't do it well. So let's start off with uh, maybe culture. And, you know, why don't you describe your current corporate culture, if you don't mind? So C2 is interesting in the aspect of we have kind of two cultures to some extent. We have a corporate culture, which is my 40 corporate employees, my team, uh, 20 of which locally here in San Diego and the other 20 or so are spread out through a few other states. And that facilitates, oh, about the thousand independent solopreneurs that we have at C2 that are independent mortgage originators. So um, from a corporate culture standpoint, you know, I like to keep it, well, I think collaborative is is kind of runs through on both sides, Um, but it allows people to feel like they're on a winning team, Um, they're connected, and it's cool. It's down to earth. It's approachable. And that's, and there's an authentic family feeling. I, I grew up in this business and the only thing that I know how to do is really keep things natural and and run it like I would, you know, a family dinner kind of a deal. I used to come home and my dad used to say, all right, what's the best thing that happened to you today? What's the worst thing that happened to you today? And what'd you learn today? And it kind of makes you reflect on the day. And I try to, you know, make everybody appreciate the day that they're they're there and that present and um, and add value and feel, you know, the reward of that. You know, the simplicity of what you just said, uh, what's the best, the worst, and what'd you learn? I do that with my kids, the best and the worst, but I don't ask, what did you learn? So, all right, I've already got a nugget for me personally. So thanks for that. So the past two years, um, we've all shifted slightly our corporate cultures. Um, How have you had to pivot to either preserve it or build your culture over the last two years? Um, Well, there's no question about it. It's been a tumultuous past couple of years. for good and for for bad, we had some booming years. Um, we lost both of our founders, um, one of which was my dad. So there was an interesting culture there, you know, from like the old guard, which was kind of really independent. Um, kind of the kind of running saying was nobody wants their hand held, and we're not here to hold it. And I'm not saying I'm stepping in to try to do that, but I, I do have a younger approach, and I like to you know have a bit more engagement in terms of keeping things just young and modern and, and innovative and, and more kind of leading the charge and kind of, you know, getting out in front of that versus being behind a curtain. Um, but I don't think that being loud and noisy is the way to attract the, the talent that you're after. I think 
your um, your actions speak louder than your words. I come, I show up every day, and I, I lead by example. Um, right now, I'm working from home because I got up and worked at six, worked out at six a.m. and that's close, and I didn't want to be late to our appointment. I, I kind of try to keep things prompt. So, um, but I think it's important to have a culture where um, you know you lead by example, and and people know that you're there for them. Yeah, I um, I've always said because uh, I get the chance to go out and speak a lot. But when I'm on stage, I've always wanted people to look at us, us being Zenix specifically that we lead by example, right? We've won twenty, I think we just won another one last week, twenty six culture awards, which we take a lot of pride in that. But we were really intentional from the way we conduct our meetings to how often we have meetings, the way we build the team. Uh, the last two years, I've had to shift a lot um, to be that much better. And every meeting is, all right, that was an amazing meeting, but what could we do better? Because there is an expectation when you go into a meeting that it's going to be boring, not relevant, waste of time. Right. Fortunately, you know, you just said you know, half of your corporate office is remote, right? So how often are you having meetings um, with your, I'd say your entire team, specifically corporate? Uh, we have an all hands on deck meeting um, at least once a quarter, usually about once a month. Um, I've gotten, I've kind of brought that back and try to make that at least monthly. Um, mm -hmm. But I don't really feel that, I feel like, like I said, it's it's a family run, it's a large organization that I kind of run with a family approach. And I don't really feel like, you know, I need to be some meeting cowboy just so I can get everybody together at people. Uh, you know, so, so I have family that's in big corporate. I came from some places that were in big corporate and I just feel that, it's, I don't need to do it just to do it. I do it because I have a message and I want to connect with everybody and I want everybody to feel connected. So I think from that level, it is important, but it doesn't need to be a bunch of fluff. It's like, hey, let's get everybody engaged. These are our, these are our, our goals. These are our rocks. This is what everybody, this is what this department's after. And this is how that department affects that department. So everybody's brought together and it's, everybody has, you know, their role and it all adds to the greater, to the greater good of the company. And, um, and delivers the best experience for internally for them and personally and externally for the client. So uh, you mentioned that uh, you lost your father. Mm -hmm. um, and I was reading an article about having you grew up within the mortgage space. Did you ever dream you'd be in this position and you'd actually be following your dad's footsteps? Um, I had imagined it, but it wasn't something that I, I mean, it's maybe something that I might've aspired to, but I never expected it. I always felt that it was important to go out and cut my own path and do my own thing and get gain my own experience because I do have friends that, you know, have grown up in a family business and they learn from their father as a mentor, but it's, which I did no doubt about it, but they kind of operate in a vacuum where I felt that going out and getting outside experience would yeah. add more value kind of bringing that back to the company. Um, and there was never really a place for me um, at, my family's company, I came back and I created my own division. And then over time, I've delegated that to kind of be in the position that I am now to lead the entire company on all fronts. That's wonderful. What attributes do you think you took from your father that are that you've brought into your day-to-day -day leadership? Um, just approachability and, uh, yeah. good, and a good balance. Um, mm -hmm. My dad had a tremendous balance between family, business, friends. You know, it's all a function of, you know, that and time and money. And being able to, wow. to work hard, to play hard, um, you know, and enjoy it all and be present. It's super important to be present when you're in that moment. Like there's so many things going on 
Um, and everyone's mm. life, I think it's important, like sure. when, when you're with that person right in front of them, that you're focused on them and only them, and you're not thinking about all the other things that are ancillary, you know? What a blessing. So it sounds like, you know, you think about the mortgage business, some people would say they sacrificed their families because of the mortgage business, that your dad was very present for you. So you didn't resent the business or look poorly on it, that he was there for you. No, um, I mean, it was a team. My parents um, were married, you know, almost, I think it was 41, almost 42 years. And um, my mom was, you know, entrepreneurial in her own degree in regard, but appreciated, appreciated, you know, family values and tradition and, and, and held down the home while my dad kind of, you know, was entrepreneurial and built a business. And those two, you know, forces combined, you know, created a happy home and, and I would say a successful one. That's wonderful. When you think about leadership today, and you're now in a, obviously a very significant position where you get to the privilege, I call it a privilege to be a leader uh, because you're influencing whether somebody has a good day or a bad day um, and what they're, 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 what they bring home. So what are you doing today? Cause you're a younger leader. Um, how are you building your next generation of leaders? Um, I think it, it comes down to fostering younger talent, um, mm. which is going to be difficult in this, in, in this day and age, considering there is so much remote work. Um, I was mentored. I, I came from a commercial real estate industry, commercial banking, and I remember, you know, being mentored, it was important to, you know, the gentleman that I was learning from was at his desk and I was at the desk behind him. And I heard every, you know, call and, you know, every, every, every win and every loss too. And that was one of the reasons I, when I moved back to San Diego, I, um, I hired a younger gentleman to kind of learn the commercial business, the commercial loan origination. I said, there's only one way to learn this is, and it's through osmosis, you know, and you're going to sit in my office with me every day. And you're going to learn that way. And that just can't be done on a Zoom call. Like I, you and I can have a wonderful conversation and we'll have some takeaways, but you're not going to hear what my next call is and how, you know, how I put together the next deal or, or whatever that might be. So I think there may be some kind of professional or intellectual gap that I, that will be, it, it'll be interesting to see how it shakes out because of that remote work. And I think um, that's, that's from to foster young talent. I think you do need to engage. You, you need to identify people, younger folks um, that are tenacious, that are not afraid to be mean and green. Uh, and you, they don't have to know how to get the fish on board. There's no, sure. you know, drop the line and, and get something on the hook. And, and that mentor will help you reel it in and you'll learn. And then you'll build a career. You'll learn how to fish versus be given one kind of the old saying. Certainly. What kind of legacy do you want to leave as a leader? Um, great question. Um, I think it's, it's important for me to grow this company, uh, to a place where it's more of a household name and it makes an impact every day in, you know, on a, a state, a, a city, a community, a family level, you know, we refinance homes and, and it's a financial service, but I think it's a very noble cause and the impact you can make on someone's family or in, in, anyone that owns a home or wants to buy one. It's a life-changing event, whether it's getting them into a home and ownership or it's refinancing their, their mortgage and saving them a couple hundred bucks. So their, their kid can go to karate class or they can go out on a date night with their wife or husband and they can make, they can have deeper connections. And, and those are kind of the things that make a difference for me and things that I might think get overlooked where someone that's just selling a mortgage, you know, or a financial service, it really is life changing. And I think it's important to, to recognize that 
And if there's an opportunity for me to build my business and attract talent that can deliver a professional experience across the nation or on a global level, then that's what I aim to, that's, that's what I'm out to do. Listen, I, you and I are equally yoga. I think this is a privilege to be in this industry Absolutely. Uh, and to have, uh, I remember getting in early on telling my mother as a child, I wanted to do something that made a difference, right? I'm like, mom, I don't want to sell copy machines. I want to do something that has influence. Never realizing that I'd actually be in the mortgage business at the time and helping people buy the American dream. Now I'm helping countless lives with the American dream, right? helping the salespeople and the leaders uh, elevate their game and then they get to help others. So it's a, it's a blessing. All right, we're about to enter. I'm going to pivot to a different topic because um, we're in a, a pivotal year. Right. Just come off of two amazing years. Uh, the market's shifting. Uh, how do you inspire your team to, uh, during a, a market like this? Um, well, now more than ever, it will weed out the folks that aren't serious about being in the business. Yes. It's kind of it levels the playing field. And the folks that jump in when things are frothy, you know, and make a buck, you know, and add value. Great. But you know, if they don't, if they can't cut it in terms of identifying how to get out in front of realtors or other COIs to get more purchase business, they're going to have a difficult time. So it really comes down to folks that want to hunger down, put their nose on the grindstone and, and, and grind it out. And, mm -hmm. and they'll be in a position. And so it's kind of like, okay, there was so much reactive business happening. Now it has to be a much more proactive approach. And I think that I, I'm, I strongly believe that C2 is the best platform across the nation that allows independent mortgage loan officers to come to, um, to really be successful. That gives them everything they need, nothing they don't, super competitive split. So yes, on a market where there's probably less volume to be done, less loans to be had, they, it allows them to probably keep a little bit more than what they normally would have at the shop they probably are coming from. Mm. So right now, um, as we're, I'm going to call this a time of change, because as you just said, we're going to weed out those that aren't serious, came in for a temporary paycheck. Now some are here for on purpose and for a living, for sure. How are you leading? Let's, let's we'll end with this question. How are you leading those guys um, and leading change within your organization? Is there any messaging that you're sending out to them or anything specific activities you're doing? I think it's important to always be innovative. And, you know, every day is a school day. Uh, you have to learn and you have to grow. And now is a time to really, you know, reassess your business, focus on what worked really well when business was coming in, maybe refine that process and figure out how you can improve. And if you do that every day, I think you will be better and you'll be more fulfilled and you'll deliver a better experience to your clients and the family you come home to, um, whether it's just a dog or a cat or, 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 or nobody or, you know, <laughs> or a wife with kids or a husband with kids or whatever that might be, you know? Right. Right. Okay. Well, can I take that quote, man? Every day is a school day. Absolutely. I mean, I was like, I had to write it down where you you learn and grow. I think that that's the, um, obviously I, I run a training company, right? A professional development company, and I'm blessed to be able to train and to pour into people's lives. And every day is a school day, whether it's formal education like us or it's informal and it's shadowing someone like yourself. So uh, I love the fact that you're innovative because I always tell my team, that's by the way, one of our five core values, that if you're in, if you're not innovating, you're dying because sure. the reality is 
uh, times are changing and you better be changing with it to, to make it, make it well. Well, I think your dad would be incredibly proud of you. I love the messaging that you've said. I feel the family. Like if I came to work there, I really feel like, Hey, this is going to be, um, an easy place where people are going to care about you. So you, you definitely made me feel that after this interview. Good. Well, thank you. I'm glad I can do that. You're welcome. Well, congratulations on your position. I believe you might be at the top of the channel. Um, right. Number one are in the top spot. Uh, uh, we are, it's been three years running and, uh, we got some folks punching up and I can't knock them for trying. We'll, uh, there's a lot of rounds in this fight and I, you know, I love punching back. So it, it's all good. Well, we're gonna, we're gonna well, you know, when you're at the front, the target's on your back and That's they're awesome. coming after you. <laughs> and so, uh, when I heard you also just said you wanted to be one of the most prominent, if not the best and well-known lender out there. So I'll be, uh, watching you and cheering for you. Look out for the wolf. Look out for the wolf. Have an amazing day and thanks for a little bit of time. Thank you. You too, Blake. Take care. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to check back for new episodes of Inside the Mortgage Mind, a podcast by Zenix, the Mortgage Academy. You can download our episodes wherever you love to listen to podcasts or on our website at zenix.com slash inside the mortgage mind.